0: This is a Triple J podcast. Hey, it's Dave Marchese. Welcome to the Shake Up podcast. Been a huge week. How are we feeling at the end of these few days? Who's ready to talk some random news, other miscellaneous items? Because we've covered quite a bit of ground on Hack this week, and there's been so much other stuff that's been drifting around the headlines, too. Here's a little bit of a taste of what we've got coming up. Who is Sam Altman and why would 700 people threaten to quit their job because he got fired? Loneliness is a
1: global health priority coming from the World Health Organization.
2: The biggest shopping day sale of the year has arrived. Wake up. It's time to go Black Friday shopping. What are you doing?
1: On
0: Triple Jack. Yeah, it's all happening. That open AI drama that's not stopped dishing up the controversy. What's going on? Are they creating chaotic artificial intelligence over there? What is the real story? We all want to know. We're going to be diving into that. Also, the Black Friday madness. If you're into it, if you're over it, I want to hear from you. What's the most rogue Black Friday sale bullshit that you've been bombarded with this week? Because there's been a lot of it. In your messages, in your emails... First though, we gotta to get another to Shake Up family for the week. And I gotta say, fresh from the journalism awards with a trophy in hand. Journalist Marty Smiley, how are you feeling?
1: Yes, yes, thank you. Yes, I've come <laughs> to, I'm, I'm a bit dusty, is bit, the bit truth. Dusty? Yeah, bit dusty.
0: B- yeah. Big Walkley Award for those who don't know, biggest awards in journalism. You took one home. What was the story? That you got it yours is, for?
1: Uh, about the protest movement in Iran last year. And we covered that on Hack as well. Yeah, yeah, did, that, yeah. yeah that's right. It was a, a
0: great story that you did. Like, it I really insightful have stuff. to thank. Oh well anyways, if you want to, I guess. I mean, I'll, I'll take all the credit I can get. <laughs> what really surprised me though, Marty, when mm-hmm. you walked in today was that you were a little bit subdued. Yeah. And I thought, what's going on here? Yeah. And then you were like, there's all sorts of stuff's been going down.
1: That's been I a was lot like, going down. What yeah. is going on? And yeah. then you told me the story of how you've lost your keys. Yes. That well, my keys are attached to my wallet because I don't like losing things. So I keep everything in the one place, <laughs> but it's high stakes because if I lose my wallet, I lose everything I can't get into my wallet. Own house. This is the issue. Someone picked up my wallet last night at the awards ceremony, and they haven't given it back to me. And they've now left the city that you're in. Yeah, and it- travelled two hours north, <laughs> north, and it's sitting at their house. Oh, and I'm like, can you <laughs> courier it to me? Like, oh, I might be able to chuck it on a bus on like Monday. Okay, look, this is a really <sighs> random request, but
0: if it nails me
1: tonight, yeah. That would be good. If
0: anyone is driving <laughs> from Anna Bay in New South Wales <laughs> to Sydney. Can you help a guy out? Marty needs his keys back. Like, just message him now. It's a good
1: mission, yeah.
0: Oh four three nine seven five seven triple five. We'll see. The hack audience are pretty generous generally. I gotta introduce someone else who's a bit less chaotic today, I must say. <laughs> Thank God, M. Gillespie. How are you doing?
2: Wow, it's a bad day when I'm the less chaotic person (laughs) in the room. But I mean, talk about journalism prestige. We've got Marty from the Walkleys last night, and Emma Gillespie from the Rudy Hill RSL, (laughs) where I was last night performing. What what, what were
0: you doing at the
2: RSL? Oh, just a little segment with another radio
0: station. (laughs) Oh no, okay. It's nice to see you get around these different radio stations. First
2: love radio station, though. Heart and soul is you sure
0: you reckon you're committed to Triple J?
2: Well, none of you pay me.
0: So. <laughs> Very true. That's true, actually. It's this like, how, how much commitment can you truly ask for? It's just an
2: honour to be invited into nah, the room. Nah, That's true.
0: It totally is. Well, look, we're here for the chaotic energy, for the good vibes. It's a lot of interesting stuff. Let's go. Hack. I genuinely believe that this is a moment of history that could change the
2: trajectory of AI and tech forever. On Triple J.
0: Yeah, it's a story of money, power, ego, artificial intelligence the open ai drama that surrounded ai golden boy sam altman has been messy to say the least first he was fired then he was rehired claims of dangerous technology a staff mutiny what is going on And why can't ChatGPT fix this? Hack.
1: I thought the Sam Altman updates were about to be over, but things just keep happening.
0: Sam Altman is back at OpenAI in a drama that has, of course, transfixed Silicon Valley and the global tech industry.
2: Most of the remaining staff are threatening to quit if the board is not removed.
1: He was fired. Then he went to Microsoft. Then everyone at OpenAI said they wanted him back. And now he's back.
2: This is the full (laughs) CEO for OpenAI in three days. We've gone right back to where we started. And Sam Altman has returned from the dead to become the CEO of OpenAI once again.
0: On Triple J. Yeah, have you been hooked on this story? Does it interest you, the power struggle at play in the AI world? Everything to gain, everything to lose. Everyone's trying to be the first, the biggest, but at what cost? Is it freaking you out or are you hanging in for the TV show that's got to be coming? Surely it's got to be coming. More importantly, though, have you ever been Sam Altman? Like you've been with a partner, maybe, and then dumped and then taken back because your ex changed their mind. They're like, actually, maybe, I don't know, how did it work out? Let us know, 0439757555. Remember, you can call in, too, if you can bring Marty's keys back, 1300 055536. Shake-up crew, we got journalists, Marty Smiley, M Gillespie. Em, you've been following this AI story?
2: Yeah, we've been covering this one on The Daily Oz all week and it has been hard to keep up with. We recorded like a podcast episode recapping Sam Altman getting sacked, the board voting no confidence. And by the time that that episode had been recorded and edited, there was a whole suite of updates and a new chapter in this saga what is going on at OpenAI? It
0: is weird. Marty, have you been following this? Are not you, at all. No, okay.
1: <laughs> I love your honesty, Marty. <laughs> not at all, but I did have a quick look at it before we came in today. And, <laughs> Thank uh, you. What? <laughs> that was good of you. Not, now he's got a night.
0: Now he's got the award. He's like, oh, I don't look at all of the news. I look at the stuff that interests
1: what me. What struck me was this is a reverse <laughs> coup d'etat because instead of people taking over a company, they're leaving a company in order to get this guy back in. I mean, how many bosses demand that kind of you know followership? It'd be
0: pretty nice, wouldn't it? Like, imagine if a whole company decided to walk out because you'd been
1: shafted. If you got (laughs) axed, like just you specifically, and your whole team (laughs) all of a sudden also quit in solidarity (laughs) in this cost of living crisis. I'm looking at something about you, Dave. I'm looking out at producer Hannah, and I'm not
0: thinking she's walking (laughs) out. (laughs) She's like, actually, we might just dip Up that money that you're spending on here. Yeah, I'll I'll host. Hey, why not? Why not? Um, Why do you think we are so fascinated with like AI in general? M, like this industry, any story we do, and I think it's the same at the Daily Oz. Whenever you touch on this stuff. You just get overwhelmed with the response.
2: Well, we are constantly hearing that this is the space to watch, that AI is taking our jobs and this tech is advancing so quickly that we can't keep up with it and wrap our tiny little minds around it. And I suppose this story really humanised a space that hasn't really been superhuman or facing empathy And now we've got this story of, okay, a company has a guy who founded it with Elon Musk, launched ChatGPT, which changed everything, and then gets booted from his job and then gets unbooted. One of the most fascinating parts of this story was me learning that he didn't have any equity in the company because I guess you think Silicon Valley, big tech, these founders, they must have all of this equity in these companies that just skyrocket into value And he's got no skin in the game, (laughs) which seems like it was a
0: mistake. Yeah. It's interesting how it's all working because – You know, someone was saying, we had a tech journal on earlier this week who said everyone's freaking out about the development of AI and how far it's got and people are saying, oh, we're at this dangerous point. But then this journalist we are speaking to was saying, actually, there are heaps of people in the industry thinking that's way overblown and we're decades away from anything to be worried about. I don't know. Do you think we blow
1: it all a bit out of proportion, Marty? What's your personal take on this one? I do think AI is coming for us in all measures and means um it's you know we won't need to have you presenting the show also Dave because you could just have a mechanical voice um doing it (laughs) these things do scare me um but I am using them because they're making my life easier so in those ways that's what technology does you like you you want to fear it and then it creeps in and makes your life a little bit easier in a way that you then can't reverse interesting you know what else is interesting Marty. We've got
0: someone on the line Gemma no, no. who's in Newcastle right no now. No
2: way. AI could <laughs> never. What? What is she saying?
0: Driving through Gemma are you no, there? No, no.
2: Yeah
1: hi. What's going on? Are no. you coming to
0: Sydney and can you bring Marty's keys? Are you
1: joking? <laughs> Marty I got you. <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah I work out at Shoal Bay and I'm about to pass Anna Bay on my no way to Newcastle. No yes. way. You are? <laughs>
0: A legit angel. Okay. Well, Gemma, look—you've actually you've changed Marty up. Like when this... he first walked into this studio, I was like, "Are you ready for the shake-up?" Because the vibes a bit off here. I don't know what's going on. was yeah, giving funerals. Yeah, it was. It was. He was serving <laughs> not what we needed. Is but um, incredible. look, we're gonna we're gonna hook Great. this up and make sure it happens, Gemma. You've awesome. saved Friday. You've saved the <laughs> shake-up. You've saved humanity. You've done more than AI's done for us. I'm gonna put you back on to producer Hannah and get that sorted. I'm
1: (laughs) stuck. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I can't believe it.
0: We love that. A bit of a radio moment. It's like the power of radio. It's this incredible, right? This is the right? best
1: thing
2: that's happened to Marty this week and the man won a Walkley award.
0: A Walkley award. I know. Oh, I know. Anyway, can we can... get
1: to sleep in a bed tonight? Can we get oh. back to the
0: show though? Yeah, sorry, okay, yeah. sorry. I, so... t-
1: t- I climbed through a window last night, you know, like <laughs> it was bad scenes. I can't do it
0: again. Oh, that's funny. Look, we're getting messages in from people who are saying they've been Sam Altman. Someone said, oh, wow. "I'm in a Band and was kicked out of it and replaced with a better rapper who was then kicked out of the band, and then I was put back in the band because. Uh, of my uh, inferior rap skills. I don't know what's going on there, but it sounds very chaotic just like this open <laughs> AI like situation. <laughs> <good music. Okay. laughs>
2: yeah, well, I'm thinking when are we getting a follow up on like the social network? Oh. I want the open yeah. AI story on screen. It's totally. going to be good. Justin Timberlake, bring him out, <laughs> bust him off. That's like right. how we played that Napster guy.
0: Oh right. yeah. Good, Someone else said I had to reinterview for a job that I'd had for 5 years and wasn't successful a couple of days later. Once all the other applicants had declined, they came back asking if I wanted it again. <laughs> but I said no. Yes. Oh, nice. We love to have Good the mate. upper hand there. We love that. Hmm. What do, you th- do you think um, Sam Altman is a bit of a villain or a saviour?
2: It's Could- hard to know because I guess at the core of this... You've got to... Like at
0: the risk of a lawsuit. <laughs> oh, no.
2: Going back to the whole business element. So a board voted him off as CEO because they said they'd lost confidence in him. They were really vague and just kind of yeah, said something say, about really. transparency and mm. communication. Yep. So maybe from that we infer that he lied to them or he wasn't open with them, On yep. the bun. But then the staff <laughs> revolt and say they want him back. They published this letter saying we're going to walk out if you don't bring him back. So there's a disconnect disconnect. disconnect there, right, between the board and the workers. Who knows what the real story is, but Mm. I think they're going to have to share it if they don't, if like, if they, they want to come back well,
0: this. there are things slowly dripping out. Like, I saw a story out today that said, yeah, there are these claims that OpenAI was working on something so powerful, so advanced, that staff were freaking out. They were going to the board and talking about it. It was this thing called QSTAR, which was able to solve basic maths problems it hadn't seen before. And apparently, you know, this was devel- um, concerning developers and safety researchers. I mean, I was like a calculator. <laughs> but no, much. <laughs> More Slow down. <laughs> Much more sophisticated. So it does sound like there's quite a bit happening here behind the scenes that we're going to find out about later. I don't know. There's a part of me that's like, can we just hurry it? Like, everyone's like, slow it down. I'm like, it's like, sp- speed it in, up, actually. School, I want to see
1: what threat we're facing. In high school, teachers <laughs> used to say to us, you know, you better get good at using a calculator because you're not going to have <laughs> yes. that in, you know, you better get good at math. So you're not going to have that in your pocket when you get, you know, older. And they were wrong because we have our iPhones. <laughs> now, teachers are saying to students, you got to learn how to write essays because no one's going to be able to write them for you or you'll be able to write, you know, uh, documents in the future. They're wrong too. Uh.
2: Maybe we need We're to get, gonna... get focusing on the art of handwriting because... Yeah. <laughs> I guess no one's really doing that. Are people still
1: getting pen licences? No, we
0: need to. This is the real investigation. You want your next Walkley? Get on to this, Marty. That's what I'm telling (laughs) you. Someone on the text line, Chris from Melbourne, says, I think AI is the natural evolution of information. However, not unlike fire, it would be a good servant but potentially a bad master. That was from Chris there. Interesting take, Chris. Em, have you ever been had this situation where you've been kind of overthrown for someone and then brought back again? I'm hoping not. That's a Uh, pretty hectic question. I mean,
2: (laughs) from a career perspective, I've never reached the executive level, so it's not happened yet. Uh, Romantically, no, not in this kind of like whiplash, erratic kind of way. Thank goodness. I definitely in my dating days would have like you get that feeling that someone is keeping the plans vague in case a better option comes up Uh and then sort of like at the 11th hour locks in a time. And you're like, you were just... Altmaning me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that, well, that's the term now. That's what we're using. You just got Altmaned. Marty, have you been through this? <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say.
1: Oh, and there he is.
0: He's an award winning man about town. <laughs> we love Marty Smiley. He's a good guy. Just good of him to be. And he knows it. Pass.
2: Some people think that loneliness is just a feeling, but actually, it has health risks.
0: On Triple Jack. Yeah, does it freak you out that we're in a loneliness epidemic around the world? Like, what created this? What can fix it? Can AI fix it? Probably not. According to one town in Sweden, one of the solutions is just saying hi to people, going around town and saying hello. They're rolling out this campaign. They're saying if you're outside, you see someone, please go up to them and talk to them. In the US, they're starting exclusive clubs, people paying hundreds of dollars in membership just to talk to people. Whatever it is we need to do, we need to do it now because loneliness around the globe is skyrocketing. Hack.
1: Loneliness is a pressing health threat according to the World Health Organization.
0: One study even compared health impacts of loneliness to smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day.
1: According to the WHO, people without
0: strong social connections are at a higher risk of stroke, anxiety, dementia, depression. We're social
2: animals. We're used to being in connection with others. We don't have the village and the connections like we used to. In Luleya,
0: The council have started a campaign to persuade locals of this tiny, tiny little place to say hello to each other. On Triple J. Yeah, does it surprise you how bad the state of loneliness is around the world? To The World Health Organisation, as you just heard, this week calling it a pressing health threat, urging countries to do everything they can, hurry up, figure out ways to deal with it, saying it's putting us at greater risk of stroke, anxiety, dementia, depression. What's the answer? Is it... Like this city in Sweden, where everyone just needs to start acknowledging each other. Is that going to make a huge difference? What do you think of that? How often do you say hi to someone unprompted, just on the street? Go up, see somebody, say hello. Call in 1300 triple Say hi to us right now. That's how you can do it. On the phone line, message in 0439 757 Or if you've, like, found yourself having to join a club, something to help beat loneliness. I want to hear from you. Why did you do it? How's it going? I want to ask the Shake Up crew. We've got
1: journalists, M Gillespie, Marty Smiley.
0: Marty, why are we so lonely?
1: I mean, there's a lot of different factors, right? I I think, you know, one major aspect is uh, there's a sense of community that's been lost because of the placement of where people live. Um, It's harder to stay where you grew up. Um, You know, you lose contact with a lot of family over time so that's a massive thing i think that happens with friends as well people move overseas you lose contact we we're not as good as even maintaining relationships i think one of those reasons because is because of social media we're much more i think we get almost like a dopamine hit from the social connections that we have on social platforms yeah. so we don't seek them out as much physically and in person yeah um Yeah, I think, and I I do think social media contributes significantly to the loneliness epidemic.
0: Em, does it kind of freak you out a bit to just think about how bad things have clearly gotten around the world and and, and what could be to come?
2: Yeah, the discussion around loneliness has gotten heavier and heavier over the last couple of years and it's really upsetting Mm. that it has become such a problem in the mental health discussion post-pandemic, but even before the pandemic It was happening. I think that, yeah, everyone being on their phones, body language when you're out in public, when you're alone, you're not open to seeing someone smile at you. And obviously there's a line where it can be creepy and weird, but like if you're on a bus and you're on the phone and you've got headphones on, you're not going to just have like a random conversation with another person. I think a good example of what tech has done to us like in public spaces is when you're on a plane, and you aren't really able to use your devices, maybe like a domestic flight, you're on airplane mode, you're just kind of like sitting there. I find that I will often actually end up talking to someone that's sitting next to me on a plane if I'm like sitting next to a random person because you're just sort of like, existing next to each other yeah. and it feels like everyone is more open to talking in those situations or maybe your flight's been delayed and there's like a topic to bring up so would it's easier.
0: You, are you the kind of person that would go up to someone or just like passing someone that you don't know, say hi, I wouldn't, do you reckon? I
2: wouldn't go up to someone but if I'm in a lift or like in a waiting room or in some kind of an environment where you're sort of stuck, I might make a comment about something or if someone invites that conversation like maybe I'll be in the lift and someone was like a uh- Someone who works in the same building might be like, oh, I like your dress. And I'll be like, oh, thank you. I like your earrings. Have a nice day.
0: Interesting. Marty, do you? I do
1: talk to strangers. I
0: do. I actually did it yesterday. I was was having like a bit of a crappy day and I was walking like right near my house down a street kind of near mine and there was an old lady out and she was out the front of her house and I was on the other side of the road but she was looking at me in kind of a way that I thought, I think she wants to have a chat. (laughs) I don't know. And so I walked over and I said, hey, what's going on? And then she was like, told me about her garden and then talked about when she moved to the area. Anyway, we had this chat that would have gone for about 10 or 15 minutes. Wow. And I walked away feeling 200% better. And i got to say, like, that's such a – um, like, of course, that was going to be the case. But it just surprises me every time. But she was
2: putting that vibe out to Yeah, you, that you knew she wanted the conversation. And how
0: many times am I kind of shutting down the vibe and, like, and people... And it's so hard yeah. to know
2: if someone even wants that. And I think during lockdowns, we all just gave in to these, like, darker... Worst parts of ourselves and became little gremlins, mm. yeah, and really overindulged in being antisocial. And for a mm. lot of people, it's hard to dig yourself out of that place.
1: We've got to, you've got to snap up those moments when you get a moment to talk to a stranger. Like if you're getting on a bus, have a chat to the uh passenger next to you, yeah, if you're uh, at a sporting match, you know, have a chat with the opponent or or your teammate. And uh, if you're in a cubicle, if you're oh, sorry, if you're in a um a toilet, or you know, you find yourself washing your hands, have a chat with that person. I mean, the urinal for men is often a really good place I, to have a chat. I thought you
0: were talking about like yelling over the cubicle. I'm like, I'm not sure. Don't I yell funny? over the, <laughs> no. I don't
1: condone <laughs> yelling
0: over cubicles. Well, that's I'd creepy, like to clear my this up now. Let's go to Blake, who's called in. Blake from Gippsland. What have you been doing, Blake, to, you know, help meet people and, and make friends?
1: Uh, locally joining uh, volleyball social competitions so,
0: oh nice
1: i love sport and yeah thought why not
0: and has it worked? like you've met a heap of new people
1: yeah yeah so locally is a massive competition so it's it's really good got some one of some of my best mates now uh, through volleyball
0: Oh, that's so good to hear, Blake. And so many people on the text line saying similar things about, you know, wanting to meet people. I smile and say hi to people whenever I go on a walk around my local area. I find not everyone is comfortable to smile back. That's the thing. You know, people sometimes, they're not being rude. It's maybe they're just uncomfortable. Another person says, I moved away from a big city to a regional area and everyone says hello. In fact, you can't even stand in line at the shops without someone striking up a conversation. (laughs) Big cities are dead. I mean, I'm from a country town and I can say, it does get a bit annoying sometimes. Yeah, like, can I just no get coffee? Like, yeah. Can we just... <laughs> can we move on, please? That's
1: your mother day?
0: Someone else on the text line says, "'I'm in a guy called Sam in a massage parlour in Bali. Whilst we got our feet rubbed next to each other, we bonded over our big toe and the toe next to it both being webbed. Holy what a coincidence. <laughs> I hope to stay in touch with him. This only happened recently.'" All right.
1: Well, hey, why not? I would not? like to thank that person for writing a very detailed yeah yeah,
0: to more, yeah, more toe chat. Can we? Why not? We have to meet people. That's the thing. Anyway, we've also got to move on.
1: Hack, <laughs> it's the biggest sale of the year. They have 30% <laughs> off, so it's practically free. Retailers are going to be super aggressive this year. I'm looking for some work clothes, some good shoes. I definitely need to buy something because they have 30% off.
2: No, I don't. Why are we even doing this on Triple J?
0: Oh, it's practically free, (laughs) but it's
1: not.
0: (laughs) You're buying it on Black Friday. And according to my inbox, it's been Black Friday for about a month because it's rammed with all kinds of emails, messages, huge sales. You know, we've been talking about the cost of living crisis, but apparently a lot of people are finding extra cash for these huge sales or putting it on their cards Be warned, though, apparently people are saying Christmas is going to be really stingy this year because everyone's so focused on Black Friday sales. I'm wondering, do you get around this? Do you get around the hype? You just can't help yourself, you need to buy everything? Message in 0439 757 Let's ask Marty Smiley and M Gillespie. And what do you think of this Black Friday movement? Because it has exploded oh, in the last few years. It
2: is going off. So this is an American tradition, which started, it's like Thanksgiving weekend, right? So the Thanksgiving's on the Thursday. Black Friday happens on the Friday. But it used to be an in-store thing. And in the US, it's massive. Like, they're big chain stores. This is like the kind of... Sale where people get stampeded and like there's 70, 80 minimum percent off. Whereas the Australian equivalent, even though there's been a much bigger uptake in recent years with retailers here, it's a smaller discount. So like maybe like a a lot of brands will have a 20, 30% store-wide kind of vibe. But psychologically, what it does to us to have this hype, the dopamine hit that comes from it, when the marketing of it is all around you, there's kind of this like fever in everyone of, oh, hang on, I need to get on this train. It's what so am I hectic. missing? It's so It's really hectic. stressful. And you're absolutely right, Dave. It's getting earlier and earlier every year. What started as a day is now multiple weeks in the lead up, not to mention Cyber Monday is the thing on the Monday after. <laughs> it's
0: all going on. And,
2: like, I haven't gotten myself organised, but I feel stressed about it. I'm not buying anything, but I'm like, I should be.
0: Joel on the text line says, do we really need to take on these American holidays or consumer trends? Shane says, Black Friday's been great for me because they're all emailing me at the same time. So I just unsubscribe at the same time to all of those emails. (laughs) And another person says, yeah, love it. Black Friday sales. Can't wait for the next interest rate hike and inflation numbers to soar. That was from Andy. Marty, you get around it? Yeah, dude. It's a
1: discount. No, oh, is it really? Because you're buying double. You're buying uh, double. I'm I'm in, you know, mm. I'm there for the deal. Like I live Thank for. Thank God deal. you lost your wallet. That's you all know? I'm saying. <laughs> that's
2: really why you were upset the key thing was a root you You can ask
1: any of my housemates my friends i'm a capital sting and (laughs) i bought a freezer just so i could store reduced meats in the cost of living crisis that's my way of getting ahead if if you store enough reduced meat you you actually extend the life period of the meat okay (laughs) dr
0: carl (laughs) this is
1: (laughs) this we all need ways to cut on costs and you know a lot of people right now they they're not buying things yeah these windows of you know these deals that come up That's the time to buy. It's interesting, isn't it? Does it surprise you that Black Friday and Cyber Monday
0: sales are going to account for more than a quarter of all holiday purchases
1: this year? Like about,
0: it's going to be bigger than Christmas. No, does it surprise you? Does it surprise you?
1: I think that makes sense. Everyone's put, no one's like buying as much all the time for themselves uh, at the moment. So it's like banking up. That spending for a certain period, so that doesn't surprise me. Does this so su- Boxing Day will probably go off this year.
0: Does this surprise you, Marty? We've got Gemma back on the line. Oh no,
1: what's going on, Gemma? Oh,
0: who was on the Gem. hunt uh, I mean, in, you know, Port Stevens area of New South Wales looking for my wallet, You're looking for Marty's wallet, which had gone missing from Sydney. Sam, Gem, Gemma, what's going on? What's
1: yeah, going on? yeah. I, I've got the grip. Oh, No!
0: Are you kidding? I'm
1: not kidding. They're in my hand right now. Gemma, oh, what?
0: You are such a good person. Man
1: of the match. I have a full Costanza wallet too. It's like full of stuff. Yeah. It's ripped and broken. I, I Gemma,
2: go through no. what's in there. <laughs> tell us his secrets.
1: You can <laughs> you tell everyone how much cash I've got in there, please? <laughs> you want me to go through your wallet? Go, have, tell, us, tell, the, tell everyone in Australia how much cash I've got there. Yeah, can now. you tell us? Five bucks.
0: Oh, good on you. What are you going to spend that on on your Black Friday sales, that's, Marty? That's to you, Gemma. That's to you. Oh. Oh, thanks, Marty. That would not even get me a latte. That's...
2: <laughs> yeah. Don't even think about getting oat milk. It
0: actually, it actually wouldn't. Can I just say, what an amazing way to wrap out the... We- and, like... This Time? Has really left me on a high. Half an hour really goes quickly, but a lot can happen. Like we've covered three topics, Gemma's, you know, Saving traversed. Lives. Yeah, the state it's trying to a find the pencil
1: case <laughs> in nineteen ninety six is Cooey. <laughs> Gemma, so cool. was it worth it though? Yeah, I feel like I've just conquered the amazing race this afternoon. It kind of is, except <laughs> what, there's, what did the lady say? <laughs> She was shocked. She was like, she thought I was an air
0: tasker. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, lady, the whole country is on this journey with us. It is the amazing race. You've secured the yellow envelope. (laughs) Gemma, thank you. A huge thank you. You were the winner of this week of the shake-up for the year. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, Gemma. Thank you to Marty Smiley. Hope your weekend is getting better,
1: Marty. Thanks, mate. I really appreciate it. I'd like to (laughs) extend that thank you to your producer as well. You guys have done a really good job. Thank you. And thank you to M Gillespie from the Daily Oz as well. Thank you. My
0: pleasure. Hack on Triple Jack. And that's all we've got time for on the Shake Up and for Hack for this week. I'll be back after the weekend. I'll catch you then. See ya.